happened to and i should probably oh are we just live right now <laughs> we're just doing the sports okay. writers on the air all right just perfect. keep talking okay i'll start with um uh sorry for being so echoey last week or the week before yeah it's much better and now also apologies for um trashing all of our <laughs> listeners that probably every single listener i would assume including the two in sweden probably have a cubs blog so i didn't i in hindsight i really sounded like an asshole um i didn't mean that and i and i felt bad about after i said it i'm like that was mean that i'm criticizing everyone's life work because i not life work i hope it's no one's life work except for l's i hope it is his yeah. because that's the saddest life of all but um that's but yeah prolonging his life i think <laughs> um but I, uh, I, yeah, sorry if any, and no one, no one said anything mean to me. I'm not apologizing because anyone was like, Hey, asshole, because really no one listened to it. But, um, but I, yeah, I apologize to you guys that are, that might've been offended by that because, um, that was, and I hate that's kind of a non-apology because that was kind of offensive. I, I you, if, if you were offended, you should have been because it was kind of offensive. And I feel like kind of a dickhead for saying that. So. Um, sorry guys. Well, we picked, I guarantee we've already picked the wrong podcast not to post the video of because during that entire thing, you had a cat tail that just kept <laughs> swinging back and forth in front of your face. That was my windshield wipers of wiping <laughs> away, wiping away my you, tears. Of, you can't, you're not allowed to podcast and drive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Andy, uh, welcome. We're, uh, it's just, it's just the two of us for now. Maybe Kyle will drop in at some point, but I invited uh, him. We'll good. see. He's probably got another podcast on the side. He probably does. He got one, and actually, wanna, people actually listen to. And he's you want to you want to talk handsome? That kid is slaying it right now for sure. Yeah. Um, what do you know? What Kyle does? Let's talk about. Let's speculate on his work because <laughs> he's working late, so we're missing him. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what he does. He went, He really has a degree from University of Wisconsin. Of course. Of from course. the business school at the University, the Granger School of Business at the University of Wisconsin. Okay. We talked about this at the end of a podcast one time, just when it was just me and Kyle. It was very romantic. Um, because while he was a student there, I was a finalist for a job there. So I could oh. have mentored him in person. Think about oh. how great his life would have turned out. <laughs> so I figure if you major in business at the University of Wisconsin, he's in cheese mm -hmm. cheese lost uh, yeah well i guess that's law cheese cheese, cheese buying it he's a cheese he's a cheese whiz importing he has a degree oh, he has a degree in cheese he's importing exporting cheese from the great state of why would you ever import it because they have their cheese down um well, believe me i know from the three years i lived in michigan the cheese there sucked there's a real it? there's a real thing about wisconsin cheese is that true yeah it wasn't any good oh we had to, you had to, you know, ended up buying, looking for Wisconsin cheese. I know their college football sucks up there, but, oh, um, so, uh, Andy, how, how was your, I'm glad your electricity is restored. Yeah. I, you, um, it just came online. back, um, yes, yesterday <laughs> it was, it was out for six days. <laughs> uh, it turns out we were the only ones who didn't have electricity because we didn't pay the bill, but, uh, <laughs> no, but it was weird because the electricity, apparently this is how it works with the grid. Mm -hmm. The, all the houses across the street, they never lost power. It was our street South that lost it. So they were taunting us with their uh, damn porch lights while I was sitting, you know, alone in my basement. They're sipping while my sweet. wife looked for candles, which we <laughs> found just about the time the power came back on. <laughs> They're sipping sweet, sweet tea out on their porches, <laughs> yeah. laughing at you guys. Looks pretty dark over there. <laughs> just fanning themselves with one of those <laughs> turning on extra lights. <laughs> I didn't even know we had this lamp. I just plugged it in. <laughs> Would um, you like to borrow it? Oh, that's right. You don't have any electricity. <laughs> so, Andy, we are we're we're we've committed to this for I don't know how many years that you and I have flirted with having an actual podcast but you have a plan we have a couple we have three topics yes we're going to actually four I, I came up with a fourth topic yes. okay well just seconds ago yeah um but we're going to stick to an actual plan so it's not a meandering 90 minute mess <laughs> you don't like the part of the podcast where there's just a pause while we both try to think of something <laughs> to talk about and i've only watched one cub game for the week so i have nothing <laughs> That's right. did they play? 
Were they all rained out? No, they <laughs> they played eight times last week. Um, how speaking of rain, before we actually get to the Cubs, how are you? How's your is you guys getting? Is you guys getting flooding? Is how I'm going to phrase that sentence. Are you guys surviving with your floods? Well, considering that the basement that I'm in. Uh, it's apparently the lowest point in the city of Rockford because it's it fills with water first, um, and, and I'm s- sitting down here with without any water. No, we're fine. We um, we haven't gotten quite as much rain, I don't think, as to the south, certainly to the south of us and to the east of us. Um, so it's not. It's been fine. Okay, good. Um, and then one other thing before we get to baseball, I just want to RIP uh, Peter Mayhew just died. As I said that sentence, Chewbacca, <laughs> Chewbacca, um, a big part of my childhood. I'm sure a big part of your childhood. We're in that. You're you're actually probably. I know. I'm sorry to blow up your spot, but you're a couple years older than I am. I was actually born after Star, the original Star Wars: A New Hope came out. But you're probably right. I mean, I'm also right in that wheelhouse. That is, I assume, a big part of your. Childhood I was like, was a big part of mine. What year was it? 78? 77. It was right. re-released in 78. It I was full when it came out. Oh. And I did go see it. And I remember all of it. I don't remember that. I do remember. Uh, I remember distinctly waiting in line to go in to see Empire Strikes Back. I remember Temple of Doom waiting in line for that because I saw my principal of my school there. But I don't. I obviously don't. I didn't exist. Did he take Star your ticket? Was. She. Thank you. I went to oh, Catholic sorry. school. It was a nun. <laughs> um she and I was I'd like well, extra popcorn, but yeah, I was like, I don't know, I think Temple of Doom was maybe 83, 84, maybe somewhere in there. So I was probably kindergarten, first grade, and I was blown away that a sister of the cloth would be watching Temple of Doom. I'm like, why are you, are you cool? Like, that's weird. Did she then, uh, the, next, I say. the next day at school, did she try to pull your heart out through your chest? Did yeah, she learned like, it in the movie. Everyone started chanting Molaram and they lowered me down to the <laughs> pit of fire. Um, that's, that's the first of the, cause I, of course, uh, Raiders, I think was 81 maybe. Yeah. So it was in so, between. It was, yeah. M- it was in between M- new hope and after, empire. Yeah. Well then, cause empire came out in 80. I want to say, I think maybe I'm wrong. All right. You know what? Let's let's discuss yeah. this. <laughs> we'll say this for our Star Wars pod. All right. Perfect. A new yeah. dope. That's uh, our happy May the 4th uh, coming up to you guys. And if you're you might be listening to this on May the 4th. Shame that Peter Mayhew did not make another May the 4th. Um, very, very great advocate. He was always one of those guys that was always at the cons and and just a genuine dude. He tweeted out such nice things when when Carrie died. And um, it's very, very, it's a very um, heart-wrenching sign of age and sign of a little bit of lost childhood when those characters from A New Hope start dying off. And and um, so, R.I.P. Peter Mayhew. I will be crushed when uh, Grand Moff Tarkin dies. <laughs> How is he not? I thought he was dead, but no, then he, he was dead. in. Then he was in Rogue One. Oh yeah, no, yeah, that's right. He died. Apparently, he's not dead. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good. I was thinking of um, Palpatine, the dude who played Palpatine, who's still kicking. He's back, and he gets to be he gets to be Palpatine again. Uh, unless he also died when I was saying that thing. <laughs> oh God, you gotta stop talking about these. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That reminds me of a joke. Uh, there was a guy. There was a U two concert that in Ireland because that's where they're from, and uh, Bono just started clapping, and he, he's just like clapping, and he's like. At about this rate, I don't know if you can hear that. And he's like, every time I clap, a child in Africa dies. <laughs> Stop clapping, you son of a bitch. Stop fucking clapping. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. great. I like that joke. There's, a, there's an Irish restaurant at what used to be called Downtown Disney. Now I guess it's Disney Springs. It's Raglan Road. It's a chain. But it, when you're in there, there's this huge painting of Bono on the wall. <laughs> And my swear to God, my mom was sitting there and she looks at it and she goes, who is that? Is that the president of Ireland? And I turned around and I'm like, yes, yes, it is. No, that's the, um, Does, that's do you think the, the president the wears those big the- sunglasses when he has his official painting done? I wonder yes, who painted mom. it. I would suspect Bono is the one who painted it. <laughs> that's right. 
while <laughs> masturbating in front of a full-length mirror. You know, the best thing about this, this is the best beginning the podcast we've ever had. Yeah, of course. That you bragged that we had an actual structure. Mm-hmm. And, we and we've not, completely, we haven't gotten any of it. I'm not saying we're getting to it right away. I'm just saying <laughs> we're going to do it. There is a structure. So, um, but yeah, Dolan, I mean, you've got the topic. Should we rush it? I run down what the four topics are. So people, yeah. Why so don't people you know? Them. People will stay till the end because they'll, know, they'll be like, oh my God, they haven't talked about this yet. Here's what you do. Drop one, leave a little pause for a sound effect. Drop another, leave a little pause for a sound effect. And then add those sound effects in post. That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> does, right. does this podcast program have a fart sound that I can play in between? Yeah, I'll just do it with my mouth. <laughs> well, it's your mouth, sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so the four the four topics are Phil Rogers, indefensible love of Addison Russell, and inability to do basic math. That's you got to tease these. That's too much information. Oh, okay. You got to tease them better. All right. So um, I would have said Phil Rogers. Is he a moron? <laughs> well, I mean, that's not a tease. <laughs> well, okay, but but Phil Rogers, what outrageous? You got to BuzzFeed this. Phil right. Rogers, what outrageous thing did he Phil, say? Yes, Phil Rogers. <laughs> what dumb shit did he tweet now? Phil Rogers, will this make him lose his paycheck? <laughs> okay, topic number two then is okay. Kyle Schwarber. I, I couldn't think what I want to say. Kyle this Schwarber. Is really good. Kyle Schwarber. Why does he hate food? Albert Almora so much? <laughs> yeah. 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 That's what I was trying to get from Albert Almora? Um, topic number three, then, is... Dave Kaplan. Shower time. <laughs> and topic number four. Can you have a big series in May? Yes. In the... Good. In the MLB, because isn't the NBA still happening? They haven't I, started playing. I don't know. I uh, I stopped watching the NBA when uh, Craig Hodges um, caught fire. Mm. Okay. All right. So do you remember what order we you said them in? Well, I always start with Phil. Okay. So no, let's do it. So Phil Rogers the other day. <laughs> Walking down the street just the other day. He tweeted out something that he had actually, he'd already written about it once. He wrote about it in December on his awful Forbes.com column that nobody reads, but um, he teased it out and I had to see what he, so I read it. I'm the one who read it. That ruined my Christmas, actually. <laughs> Forbes.com did? You oh. reading it. You reading that article ruined my Christmas. Yes. Um, he, at the time, he was advocating um he must have he must have caught wind with all of his sources, which he doesn't have any. Mm-hmm. That the Cubs may have been thinking about just cutting bait with Addison Russell and not, you know, pretending to try to rehab him. And um, he wrote uh, this column about how how invaluable Addison is because the Cubs have such a good record when he plays shortstop. <laughs> Completely lost on the fact that Addison just happens to have been playing shortstop during a time when the Cubs are. Fucking awesome. Yeah, of course. And that's probably more why they have a good record when he plays shortstop than the fact that he hasn't hit for two years. So it was just, it, and he goes on about, well, you know, the Addison, the, the Cubs defense is so much better with Addison Russell playing shortstop and blah, 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 blah. Um, is, I mean, I guess we know he really is that dumb. I mean, this is the guy who once filed a story from Los Angeles where he not only got the score wrong, he had the wrong team winning. It got printed in the Tribune with the Dodgers beating the Cubs when the Cubs actually beat the Dodgers. It's like, how did you, you know, I mean, you can get a lot well, of shit you, wrong. I don't know, right, they, I don't know right how you get that wrong. You write two of them. Before every game, I assume every sports writer writes every possible outcome of the game, every possible score, and has one article queued up yeah. in case the game goes late. And then you can, honestly, you do that, Cover all your bases, no pun intended, oh, wow. and they could just leave. You don't have to stick <laughs> around for the game. Well, that's why the games in LA are such a pain in the ass because you have to write you have to write an right. earthquake one too, <laughs> just in case. So that makes uh, it tough. Um, so I think to piggyback on this, Phil Rogers is a moron uh, thing. We should also discuss the 
Cubs front office threatening reporters <sighs> that they are not allowed to to badmouth Addison fucking Russell. Like what what do the Cubs and I actually I, I will stand behind this. I do appreciate that the Cubs are trying to help this young man not be so filled with rage that he's punching his ex-wife allegedly, but, or wife at the time, I suppose, which, and come on guys, we can all agree. But, um, but like what, why are they, why are they dying on this particular hill? And of course the Cubs have come out and denied it, that that never happened. And maybe Jesse Rogers, I think said that that is ridiculous and never happened. Yeah, Jesse and and Bruce Miles also said he, that they, They've never, they didn't do that. But, and then Paul Sullivan agreed, but Paul tweeted out basically that it's that kind of nonsense, right? He made it very clear that the writers do hear from the front office about stories they don't like. And it it didn't shock me because they they botch every PR thing they possibly (laughs) can. And they have now, ever since the Ricketts took over, the team it's been one pr disaster after another and my only argument is that maybe laura had a point and tom shouldn't be the face of the franchise and it should actually be laura but did the ricketts in my estimation they have burned through all of their 2016 goodwill and that was 108 years yeah you should have you should have been able to dine out on that championship for 20 years yep. and we're and, in year three and they're already they've they've already basically lost credit for yep. having won not only that they're gonna throw the best manager that i've seen in my lifetime manage this team they're they're putting him on the fucking hot seat like they have burned every goodwill bridge that i i am not gonna spend a dime i'm gonna go to one game i'm gonna go to one friday afternoon game but I'm not going to spend a dime on the fucking Cubs this year. Well, and, like, they, and Joe has played it perfectly because mm-hmm. he's basically acting like they're doing him a favor. He's like, you know, like, well, you need to coach more. And so he's like, oh, I've, this is great. I feel like I'm back in instructional league and I've never had mm-hmm. more fun. And he's doing mm-hmm. all this shit. So he's making it even harder than, you know, mm-hmm. if, if they go back to the World Series again and they really decide that they, they don't want to pay $6 million for manager. That's the only, that's what this is all about. It's not, I don't think it's Joe. I think it's, they want to hire some, they want to put somebody in there for cheap. And, you know, I think they thought, well, he'll be, he'll be upset by this and he'll be disgruntled. And he's Joe. He's like, he doesn't "Eh, give a fuck. He knows he's great. He doesn't give a shit what they're saying. And also they, they, these cub fans that met in the bleachers and eventually own the team that they love. Fuck off. Like, they do you did you guys not watch the cavalcade of morons that were managing this team, Pinella aside, until Joe Madden came in here? And I've got nothing against Swaim, I've got nothing against Renteria, the, but those guys were just stop gaps. But like, well, Swaim, I've got a little bit of something against yeah. Renter, Renteria. I don't think was a bad manager, but whatever, he was just he was a seat holder. He was the guy at the Academy Awards when the. Brad Pitt has taken a dump. He's sitting in a seat like he so like, but remember what and even remember what the marquee managers were. This is a marquee manager that worked out for this team and you're going to throw him aside. And also like there is something to be said about free agents. Excuse me, like having a free agent come in sign and and then kind of treating him like shit or getting rid of him early or whatever there is something to be said about not attracting good free marquee free agents after that you're gonna throw joe madden out i'm sorry i always get i think every podcast i've yep, read so far i'm mad i am that that there's any whisper that joe madden's job is in trouble joe madden come hang out with me let's get a beer and let's hash this out can i be your sports agent for your next you time? can have a you two can sit down and have a try not to suck German lager. <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> yeah. Which I tried um, to I tried to buy because I always drink during the podcast and during everything else. Um here. so I have a problem. Um <laughs> we only podcast once a week, though. So. <laughs> well, I I rehearse a lot. <laughs> Are you rehearsing down there again? Yes. Oh yeah. Send Beasley down. 
So anyway, the um, I didn't expect this reaction. So I was in DeKalb, and I went. They have a Jewel Osco, and I knew that's where you could buy. Oh, you got the We got a Jewels. We got. Okay. We, we they've had a Jewels there forever. Um, so I went into the liquor store. I looked around. I didn't find it. And the, and the lady's like, "Are you looking for anything in particular?" And I said, "Yeah, I'd like to get that." And she's like, "Oh." She goes, uh, he did that with Haymarket, and they're only selling it at the Jewels right around Wrigley. And we're not very wow. happy about it. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, okay lady. That's... Sorry. <clears throat> Apparently, the plan is now, because it was well-received, is that they will, they'll make more, and they'll start to get out into the outlying areas. So don't be outlying in those areas. Well, it can't be worse than Big Hurt Beer, because I had a tweet yeah. storm. Um a Trumpian tweet storm where I, a couple of years back, I tried big herd beer and was tweeting out trivia. <laughs> I found some old, like 1990 Cubs trivia card game that my mom had had. And I was tweeting out questions and drinking big herd beer and giving my review of big herd beer. Bad. I, I mean, to sum it up, it's, it was very bad. Yeah, but it wasn't useless. I mean, you could pour that stuff into the carburetor of your car mm-hmm. and, you know, get an extra, you know, 20 or 30 miles per hour out of it. Mm-hmm. And it was pure. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was, I don't know what the, the guy in the Tribune who uh, reviewed Try Not to Suck actually referenced uh, Big Hurt Beer in the oh, review. Oh, wow. Was because, this Frank Samus himself? Yeah, it was Frank. No, he was. He, he did not have anything fond to say about Big Hurt Beer. No. And basically, what he said was, um, the best thing about this is that it's a real beer. It's not that crap that Frank Thomas tried to sell everybody. <laughs> and then I saw your tweet about Big Hurt Beer. I'm like, well, yeah, it was, it was addressed. So <laughs> yeah. apparently, the stuff's supposed to be good, but I don't know. No, I doubt it. Um, well, maybe it is. Anyhow, okay. Topic one, down, close yeah. the curtain. Are we good about that? Yeah, I think we beat it to death. Yeah, cool. All right, All so right. topic two was um, Joe Sheehan, who you may know as the guy who um, sends out a newsletter every day, I think, uh, that only Len Casper reads, I think, um, about baseball. Ha- he's he's tweeted something similar to this before, but he... Um, he got very fed up with our dear Kyle Schwarber and in one tweet managed to blame Kyle for the Cubs losing Glaber Torres and for the uh, failure of um, Albert Elmora to develop. Now, and I don't understand how either of those things can now be to be fair. They increased the character limit to what 280 from the original 140. Yeah. So I don't think in a 140 you could get accomplish all of those tasks. But in a 280, I mean, I would say that that's a reasonable. You could do that. Yeah, it could have only been half as dumb. <laughs> so the well, let's, let's break it down into its two parts. Okay. The Glaber Torres thing. Do we honestly think that the Yankees were going to trade? a role as Chapman for an outfielder slash DH who was mostly DH at the time. Nobody thought Kyle could actually play the outfield who had just torn his knee to shreds. No, they wanted Glaber Torres. That was the guy they wanted. They actually have scouts and Jim Henry and <laughs> they have both. And they're like, this is the guy we want. So I, the only, I, the, the only argument you could make, I think is that the Cubs probably could have traded Kyle to the White Sox instead of Eloy for Katana. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But I don't think you could make the argument that they could have possibly gotten a Roldis for Kyle. Okay. And if had they done that, would the Cubs have won the fucking World Series? Because no, Kyle was that's the other part. They needed in the World they, Series. They needed both parts of that trade. They needed a Roldis. Yes. And, and then it turns Kyle. out they actually needed yep. Kyle. That so would, it was completely asinine. But then also that's going to be a great Disney movie someday. It is. And um, because they own all rights to all IP everywhere now, right? I'm worried that Sean Astin is, is getting too <laughs> fat to play Kyle, though. <laughs> yeah, that last season that I watched of Stranger <laughs> Things. Holy shit. Those monsters are still eating him. Um, oh, spoilers. Sorry for Stranger Things season two. Which was not good, by the way. Anyhow, go on. I liked it, all right? No, it's not good. It's not a good show. Well, I don't. 
If you don't like I, it, then I, I actually no. It no. I'm just declaring that that show is not good. I actually don't think season one is that good. It's just hitting the right sentimental nostalgia for people like you and people like me. Yeah. So I tolerate. And that's enough for me, considering Netflix yeah. is a sunk cost. I'm going to yeah. keep it. True, true, so true. it's not. I didn't I didn't spend extra for Stranger Things. I was entertained for ten hours, or however long it was. Yeah, um, I and those kids. A lot of those kids are very good actors. They're very good child actors. But um, I, 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 about the fifteenth Winona Ryder holding a phone and going hello, hello. I was like, this show fucking sucks. And kind of like the walking dead has gone on forever i'm sure that they will milk the teats of walk of uh stranger things yeah i bailed on the walking dead a long time ago was it after season two which was completely pointless i think it was during season three and i'm like this isn't getting yeah I might have watched point, a couple it happens a lot with shows that I'll, I'll watch where they'll start to stack up on the dvr and i don't want <laughs> to, to watch, watch them and i'm like i think i might be done because yeah, it's like yeah. oh there's yeah. three of them i mean if it was a good show you'd be like oh, i've got three to watch yeah holy now shit. you're like oh i gotta plow through three of these mm-hmm. oh for fuck's sakes mm-hmm. so that's not good okay so the second part of joe's tweet <laughs> is the part that i really don't understand and he's he's tried to make this point before about how theo loves kyle so much mm-hmm. and but i don't understand how your left fielder's development has anything to do Mm-hmm. With your center fielder's lack of development, unless the idea is the Cubs only own one fungo bat, and they can only hit okay. balls to one of the two, and so okay. while they're teaching Kyle how to play the outfield, poor there's poor Albert just standing out there alone picking dandelions in the outfield. It, it didn't make any sense to me. I don't see how the either has anything to do with each other and he a lot of people got mad at him on twitter the cub fans go figure they got mad <laughs> and he never bothered to even try to explain what he meant by it hindering albert's development it's also strange um that sheehan's living in a world where he's seeing something from albert almora that is like this guy yeah. has all the tools to be a good good well i honestly think that's what it is he he was wrong about albert thought albert was going to be really good albert's not and so he's decided to blame that the Cubs spent too much time trying to get Kyle skinny and teach him how to catch a fly ball. And um, which, by the way, Kyle did in the off season. He didn't. He got skinny out of his own volition. Well, that's the other thing. Joel claimed is that um, Kyle's supposed defensive prowess is uh, just flawed metrics. And I agree. I, one of them had him as the best defensive left fielder, and that can't be true. Well, no. But he's well, fine. He He's went from being a hilarious, sometimes not so hilarious liability to a guy that is, you know, he's going to make pretty much yeah. every play. And actually now he makes plays that you don't, he makes expect. some crazy plays. Yeah. Now, now I'm a little bit worried that he's going to pull a 2016 and be diving into Jason Hayward's face and hurt himself. But you're right. Before it was like, oh man, can we get Travis Wood back out and left? And now he's legit. And like, I will tell you, I will say this, Dolan. I wouldn't be surprised. I feel like the metrics. Remember when Soriano was one of the better defensive left fielders in the yeah, game? I think yeah. because he has a hose. Yeah, like Kyle was a catcher. He can throw very hard. Yeah. And like Wait, Kyle has a much that helps. Kyle. Well, the reason uh, Soriano he threw a lot of guys out because they challenged him all the time. Seventeen, right? I think Kyle that, actually makes throws now. It's not like people are challenging him. He just, he can just really throw. Yeah, exactly. He's got a really strong, good, accurate arm. And I don't think anybody's like, Oh, this guy, you know, I'm sure there was some of that. Like we run on tubby because he can't, he can't possibly throw us out. And then he started to do it and prove it. Um, but now he yeah. gets this just because he can throw. Yeah. He's, he's my mom's favorite cub. And he is, uh, he's, he's, I know what a big Schwarber fan you are, and it's justified. Like he is, a, he is a legit. And like, think about this: he's not hitting this year, and he can hit. And I, I don't expect Hayward, the the Haywards of the world, and the um, who else is hitting that shouldn't be hitting? Um, well, it kind of everyone should be hitting, I suppose, if you're in a baseball line. But like. <laughs> That's part of the job. That's, that's, I would say that's at least half of, well, yeah. a third of your job, let's say, if you put in fielding in there. But like, um, 
I mean, the guys like Hayward are kind of carrying this team to an extent. And now Brian's starting to come around. Rizzo's starting to come around. Uh, I love that Contreras is having a very nice year so far. I knew Baez, that kid. Oh, my God. I know we were slobbering over him <laughs> last week or two weeks ago. But um, Baez, goddamn, that kid is – so I – I had a metric in my head of like back from the, the mid to mid nineties till, till, you know, the last few years of like, what guy is the most, has the most frightening baseball swing. And like, I think I remember it from like the Gary Sheffields and the Vlad Guerrero's. I'm like, Jesus Christ, you wouldn't want to walk into that. (laughs) But Baez his swing it and it's and now that he's actually learning a little bit of discipline and like learning how to work counts and learning how to be that RBI guy, he is a scary, scary hitter. And I'll say it right now, he's gonna be the MVP this year. Well, the I think the biggest thing he's done this year, the most promising thing, is that you're never gonna get him to he's not gonna take a lot of walks, but mm-hmm. he is now not trying to pull any of the outside yep. stuff. He's just trying to crush it as far as he can to right field. Right, exactly. And, and I don't know where runs that way. I mean, now the only place to get him out is to try to bounce the ball in front of him and hope he swings mm-hmm. at it. Because mm-hmm. if you if you hit the catcher with the pitch, Javi can hit the ball. Oh, you, know, you can't yeah, get it by him. Exactly. And by the way, the one that you bounce, you throw like a fifty-five yeah. foot curveball. He can probably also yeah. hit that. Well, he did. He had the he had the one where he yep. threw the bat at it and got a RBI single. Yep. Not it, not it's not advised, but you know he no. can do it once in a while. And well, I think that's a topic for a future podcast. How about this for a tease? Is he? Because I know the answer to this. Is he the best player in the National League? Um, I mean, for for that that position. Would would I trade? So that I I have to parse this question. Would I trade Baez for any other position player in the National League? Well, there's one that I would trade him for. Yadier Molina. <laughs> the only guy. Well, the leadership. The, the leadership, leadership alone. And Yadier. Yeah. I mean, that's. I would throw. I I would throw Brian in too, but they wouldn't it's want him the because they already had Randall Grichik, and course. he's much better than Chris. I don't know. I think you. I I think he is. He is absolutely. He plays a more important position than Harper. Yeah, that's it. That's the default best, quote unquote, best player in the National League. Well, we're getting this annoying, you know, the National League MVP is already a, already down to two guys, and is it too early to pick? It's yes, Kristen Yellick is off to a great start, at least at home. He hit, he hit one home run on the road, thirteen at home, and Cody Bellinger is having a ridiculous season. Yeah, he is. But Javi, when you stack their numbers up, it's, it's right pretty there. close, and yeah. Javi doesn't play. The outfield. Yep. Javi plays shortstop. Yep. And Javi has. Oh, and yep, by the way, he plays. They're both shortstop. good base runners. Both those other guys are good base runners. They yep. steal bases. But Javi does things on the bases that nobody else like does. stealing home multiple yep. times. And also, not he. It's not just that he's a good shortstop. I I I would definitely argue he's the best defensive shortstop. And I, for sure, if you're just talking defense, I would say he's the best defensive player because. If you put Javi in center field tomorrow, yeah. don't you think he would be the best center fielder in baseball? I what position could you put him at where you don't automatically put him in the conversation as the best there? Well, catcher? especially since he, well he was a catcher he caught in high school before sure. he became a full time yeah. shortstop. Yeah, I give him I give him two weeks. Yeah, and he'd no, be an above true. average major league catcher. Oh, with him all season, and he's probably one of the best. I don't think he needs two weeks to be above average. I think you plunked him back there tomorrow, he'd be above average. How about the fact that the only hobby he's all hobby's also left handed? He just decides to play right, he plays baseball right hand just for shits and giggles. He apparently does everything else left handed. It was too easy to play baseball left handed. I wish he'd hit lefty though. That'd be nice. I'm sure there's something about how they, you know. In Puerto Rico, they he couldn't find a left-handed mitt, so he had to learn how to play right-handed, and couldn't find a left-handed bat, so he had to bat right-handed. Joe Sheehan would argue he's blocking a left-handed hitter <laughs> yep. in the Cubs in the Cubs minor league system, or no, he's blocking a righty by selfishly not switching to the other. Albert side. Almora. He yeah. also it's a conspiracy. Yeah. He's also keeping Albert down. Okay, so we've debunked Joe Sheehan's dumbass tweet. Yep. Okay. All right, so number three, That's our good Gap. friend. 
Dave, Dave Kaplan, Kaplan shocked the world, and he is. Everyone was sure he was going to be the uh, the unofficial Cub mascot at another network next year, the Marquee Sports Network, but he instead has re-upped at Comcast Sportsnet. For wait, I don't know why, or um, NBC Sports. Okay, Jesus. yeah. So, but but it's interesting you say that because I I am not a person that watches pregames and postgames because I don't want to see David DeJesus's teeth like almost falling out of his mouth and i don't i just don't i don't and want to something that. weird going on with the hair this year too it's just <laughs> it's a Kim is very clearly uh you know modeling again in the south of france and there's no one there to go no dave push, push that back. yeah yeah put kim de jesus on there and i am all in for the for the post game show but but um, I, I just I but I swear I thought Cap was a Comcast Sportsnet guy, and he's an NBC Five Sports no or whatever guy. Well, yeah. Comcast Sportsnet is NBC Sportsnet. They oh it is they rebranded. Oh, Comcast bought NBC, and then after a couple of years, they finally okay. put the peacock on everything. And I fuck it up once in a while because Got it. Okay. hell, I still think it's Sports Vision. For God's sake. Well. Um, speaking of things every once in a while, I think it's so funny. First of all, quick shout out. JD is my favorite color guy. He's very funny. And that's the thing. He's not baseball funny. He's straight up funny. Like he's a funny man. And he does, he does JD. You're not listening to this, but if you were, I absolutely adore listening. And Len is just, what a great gift he was. I remember when he got hired and I listened to a couple old Marlins broadcasts. I'm like, this guy kind of sounds, his voice is a little bit annoying. Is this going to be good? (laughs) And like Len is so good at what he does and has been through so many partners that he's kind of brought up to, to a a listenable status, but they just seem like they are having unabashed fun in the booth and JD has the right amount of like cantankerous old baseball guy, but he he's not a dick about it. Like he's not a Hawk Harrelson where he's going to complain about stuff. He he's so, and he's straight up funny. Uh, I love, absolutely love, love, love JD in, and Len of course in the booth. Um, this is the right, Maybe they should have given him given him that David Bodie money <laughs> that they <laughs> are giving David Bodie because lock that guy in because he's terrific. But um, I don't know why I went off on that rant. I don't know. Poor I Cap. Went. It's supposed to be all about oh, him. Yeah, back and you're Cap. talking about JD instead. Um, go ahead. Can I tell you that I, to me it doesn't make any sense? Um, why would you be the Cub guy at a station that will no longer have? the Cubs and I know he hosts his little chat show that's sports talk live whatever the one that he refused to ever let me be on so I'll never get to be on it now but um but John Greenberg who I I don't know if I don't know John or Feeder actually broke the story but they both posted about the same time uh pointed out that Sinclair who is going to distribute and and part own Marquis is famous for not paying the talent anything so it could be that cap went well yeah it'd be great to do those games, but I, I actually like money so yeah. nbc sports is going to pay me i'm just going to stay and he talked about how you know he loves all the people there and all that you know bullshit but um Maybe. i'm sure he does so two things about that one he's probably thinking i need a bigger shower to <laughs> shoot my my hot takes from and two maybe sinclair is like hey yeah, we'd love to have you come on. We're going to give you all the money in the world. You cannot lather up and do any sort of sideline reporting. I would guess that's a deal breaker. If, if he doesn't get to broadcast from the shower, he's not signing with you. I mean, the guy's got to have his standards, and that's mm-hmm. caps. Nothing like a little nude broadcasting to really set the mood. <laughs> so what it does is it it's scary as to just who the hell they're actually going to hire now to be the face of that network. I mean, we know Lisa X on MLB, right? Yeah. Well, Dempster is going to have way too big a role on that network. That's a guarantee. Um, So this is. So so more than zero, that's way too big a role for Dempster. Talk about. I I think they, I think they really are going to try to give him a talk show. 
because you know that I think that they really think that that thing he does on the Friday night at the Cub convention, which he has to do once a year, is has is a real thing. And I would be it wouldn't be surprised if they don't have him do one. I don't know if it'd be weekly or God, I hope it's not nightly. I won't if, watch any of it, but if he does it as Harry Carey, I hope Dutchie like has him executed. <laughs> like she's got enough hey! money. You can pay to have him killed, right? I think there's there's people that would do it for less for less than money. Okay. Not me. Are we talking? I think. I think. Let's let's talk off air <laughs> on whether or not we should do that. Um, okay. So congratulations, Cap. I'm glad that you're you have big NBC Pharma Comcast <laughs> money to turn down the new marquee. And honestly, I I do appreciate that. This could be the next like Mike North starting his media empire. Yeah, it, it, it could go down in flames. So, Cap, dance with the girl that you brought, or the girl that brought you. And I don't know yeah. how that analogy works. So, congratulations, Cap. I'm I'm glad you told him to go shove it. All right. So, topic four. Oh boy, it's a first. It the the first and second place teams in the NL Central are going to square off this weekend for three games at Wrigley Field. Mm-hmm. It's the Cardinals and the Cubs, the friendliest rivalry. In baseball, are you getting that like uh, uh, September two thousand three feeling that that five game series and is that El Fonseca bumping an ump? Are you you're feeling the buzz around Wrigley the same you were at that time? Is oh, that, I think it's I think it's, I think it's bigger than that. Yeah, I yeah. mean I, it's huge. I was thinking of lathering up, <laughs> jumping in the shower, and <laughs> doing a solo podcast about my by myself about that series. Yeah, I would give that a shot. <laughs> Please don't. So the uh, none other than the whatever Jed's title is, assistant to the traveling secretary. Um, he agreed on the radio today that it's a big series, and it's not. It's May. I mean, mm-hmm. it would be great if the Cubs if the Cubs sweep, then that's three more wins than they had. <laughs> if they get swept, that's three more losses than they had. That's pretty much what it means in on. Right. Starts on the, what, the 4th of May? Yeah. May the 4th be with you. It's um, the 3rd. It's tomorrow. Tomorrow's the 3rd. Whatever. So, and Andy, like, I I don't know if this is, maybe Cubs fans are just already ravenous for another series after this, but I don't, why are people scoreboard watching? Like, I I feel like a lot of reporting has been like, they're two and a half back. It's like. It's fucking May. Yeah. Well, remember they were going to be barely May. They were going to be seven and a half games behind the Brewers bef- at the home opener. Yeah, they weren't. They were five and a half. Yeah, and they're a game and a half ahead of the Brewers now. I know. It's like, like you know, here's we don't the need to here's, calm down. Yeah, here's the thing. If you take a look at the three teams, the Cardinals and the Cubs and the Brewers, the, the ones that are actually competing, the the Cubs are better than the other yeah. two are. Uh huh. And it will bear itself out over the very long exactly. season. And and two of their most important pieces started off like deathly slowly. And we yeah, we expect some regression from their start. Okay, I just have to do this again. John goddamn Lester is one of my favorite Cubs. That dude just he did it again. What one hit over seven innings yep. in, against like he is just that guy. And like, you just, I just love, love one of my favorite moments in the amazing thing. That was the 2016 series was him coming out of the bullpen. And I'm like, and then of course he doinks it off (laughs) and allows in two runs. I'm like, Oh, that ruined that wild thing moment. But, um, but it was, uh, but man, what a, what a, and of course he pitched great after that. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, what a great what a great acquisition that was. Yeah, that was one of those where, you know, because we were Cub fans and we had seen World Series for years that our team wasn't playing in. Yep. And you would see the cool moment where the stud pitcher from yep. you know with this kind of the, flat team, rim the bullpen door flies open yep. and here he comes. Yeah. And we actually got to see one of our own guys yes. be the guy who came out. 
that even that, though Cub fans at the time were shitting in their hands because why is Kyle? Why is he taking Kyle out? Yeah, so, well, and he I, took Kyle I, out. We've been through this a million times. But he took Kyle out because Kyle got in a jam in the third thanks to a bad call from yep. a bad strike three call from the ump. Joe got Johnny up, and he could. Lester warmed up for up. like an hour and a half, yep. and at some point he either had to come in or sit down or waste them, and yeah. so. He came in and he yeah. came in at least one batter earlier than Joe had planned yeah, and, and it all did. worked out. I was also the one freaking out, but that I got goosebumps in Oh one when Johnson came out of the bullpen, like for a complete, I have no connection to that team, no connection to Randy Johnson. And like, that was, it was that like Disney movie, amazing moment where it's just like, Oh shit. And I, it was so cool to experience. Let's just make this podcast about reminiscing about 2016 Um, because it may never happen again in our lifetimes. But uh, but that was God bless you, Johnny. Now I now I not that this was a again, this was a big ball game um, in early May. But that dude has been just one of the most consistent, one of the most fun, just gets it done. He's like. Descalzo, <laughs> he just puts on his shoes, laces up his cleats, uh, puts on his stirrup socks, tucks down his hat, and just goes and plays ball. Cinches up his hernia truss and gets in there and gets after it. I think we're all going to remember yesterday forever as the day that John Lester, Alan Webster, and Dylan Maples combined, combined one hit one to one hit the Mariners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um but when yeah. They, yeah when they brought webster in with a nine nothing lead i thought well, well all right this game this game was too comfortable i'm glad we're doing this now <laughs> uh <sighs> so i think oh. we've i think we debunked the idea that it's a big series yes because if it wasn't a big i big deal that lester one hit the mariners with lester at all one hit the mariners in may then I think it's probably safe to say that we shouldn't be putting all of our stock into the Cardinals Cubs series. I will watch as much as I possibly can because it's Cardinals Cubs and it's always fun. Not always fun, but yeah, is it? Is <laughs> no, it always it's, fun? It's is that the word? Yeah, I wanted to take that back right when I said it. Um, but it is, you know, there there are rivals. There are there are rivals like the Brewers want to be. And I say our rivals, like I'm a Cub player, but they're the Cub rivals the way the Brewers want to be the Cub rivals. Like we actually respect and care about them. I think I may have to actually post the video of this podcast, considering so far, Anna, we've had, you you got attacked by a cat. Uh And then for the last two minutes, you've been walking through your house. Yeah. Presumably getting another beer, but um, it's whiskey. Oh dear. He's bringing out the hard stuff. (laughs) But I think um, with the, I think the hot start of the Cardinals just proves what a wise move they made last year to lock up Mike Schilt. Now, though, can we really be in our glass house with David Bodie and throw stones <laughs> at locking up a guy that no one had any nobody else possibly wanted in locking up? Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I don't. Uh, People were when Bodie hit the two home runs in Arizona. Like, see, that justifies it. It's like, no, he, he wouldn't have been a free agent for five years. I don't <laughs> think they had to lock him up today because yeah. he hit the two home runs. That yeah, that was definitely a, a bidding against yourself. Maybe they know something we don't know. Like John Joe John Madden. Joe Madden is bad, and David Bodie is super good. Maybe and, he had an offer to you know like be the assistant manager at a tire store. Maybe and they had to buy him out of it because he was going to retire for his love of white walls. Maybe he was going to get Caps job at NBC Five, Comcast, Sportsnet, Chicago, whatever. The maybe, maybe he he's getting the cap job at Marquee, and he's actually getting paid to do both. Uh-huh. Maybe he's going to take Kyle's place on this podcast, and they had to lock him into. There's all there's all sorts oh, of possibilities. Oh, you imagine the ratings if we got Bodie. Holy shit. Hey, yeah, We'd have hey. to add another server just to handle the traffic. Are we hosting this now? People don't know how it works. <laughs> you don't have to don't have to blow that. 
Um, I, I put them on little uh, three and a half inch floppies and I just mm-hmm. hand them. I pass them mm-hmm. out. That's how oh, I good. distribute. That's how I distribute the podcast. That is basically how John Murray got. It's going to happen. <laughs> out there, right? Yeah. Fucking. Oh, there's a guy. That's a blast from the past. Mm, what a guy. I would say blast. Oh, you'll be happy to know. I think I think I I think I tweeted this a couple of weeks ago. Um, oh, good. The Swedes. I, I forgot we didn't get to. Andy. Yeah, we haven't gone through. I've got I've got I've got a couple hundred tweets I want to run through and give myself credit <laughs> for. Um, the Swedes have been caught by another. We are now that we're tied. The French love this podcast just as much oh. as the Swedes do. When you said we're tied, I honestly thought it was going to be Thailand, and you were going to be making a horrible <laughs> no. Fun. No. Yes. Oh, uh, Francais. The LaRoches are uh, Drake and oh. um, Adam and my and myself are heading down to Thailand to bust up a child <laughs> child sex ring, and oh, I'll be doing a podcast down there with those two. So okay, that. cool. Congratulations. Well, thank you, France, for tuning in, and thank you, Sweden. Isn't that cool? That like I I whenever I hear stuff like that with the Swedish. I assume those people are probably <laughs> with with the Swedish. I assume they're expats and not just random Swedish people that are Cubs fans. But it can't I, possibly be that it's just somebody with a VPN so that they can uh, surf the internet anonymously, no, and no, it's no, no. they're from Sweden. No, no, you don't I'm want to be the black black. Maybe it's the same two people. Did we get Sweden? Did we get Sweden and France at the same time? Is the well, this is. Is this the time of year in Sweden where the sun never comes up? Because I could see them needing a lot. They've got the like 22 hours of darkness and then 22 okay, hours. But the sun of light. does come up. And I would think they would probably need a lot of podcasts to listen to during that time. Mm-hmm. And they just stumbled upon ours and thought, wow, this is this is really American. Reality. Whatever this is. And then they've got, you know, they're they've got a windmill to tend to or whatever it is. That's Holland. Oh yeah, that's still Holland. Um, what the hell is Sweden? Uh, uh, good looking neutrality, good looking neutrality and hot blondes, right? Yeah. Something like that. No, Switzerland. Well, is Switzerland. Yeah, right. Switzerland neutral. No, the okay, Swedes. Are, the Swedes are going to war with the Vikings. Can you get live stats because they both just turned this off? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like you assholes. And they and also they I think they have, the embassy. I think they have umlauts over several vowels. Maybe elk or elk a thing. Got, they've got the they've got the O with the line through it, right? Isn't that? Uh-huh. But I think you can also have an umlaut over that O. Oh, Is God, that right? That, that would be unpronounceable. Uh, o, o, I would yeah. say O like that. Blow out a tongue just trying to say pronounce mm-hmm. that letter. Not even your tongue. But um, bump. Okay. All right, we exhausted our topics. We had yeah, we, had, we didn't cover. This was the perfect podcast. It was this welcome, the best especially welcome, with, France. especially with the the horrible uh, jokes about Addison Russell at the beginning, and yeah. then um, I somehow got onto. I'm going to Thailand to bust up a sex ring with the LaRoche boys. Yeah, you. I think the, both of those were on you. I will say, I mean, have, two, I can edit to, our, to our two French listeners. So sorry about the Notre Dame Cathedral. <laughs> As someone that went to Notre Dame, and by the way, when that was happening, I was getting some messages from people like being like, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry." I'm like, "You know, you know, this isn't this isn't South Bend, Indiana issues." As far as I know, that Notre Dame Cathedral is still standing. Um, yeah. Anyhow, could be. I I have some dumb friends, is what I'm saying. Sounds like it. Are they the ones who went to Purdue? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're out of stuff. Great. I like, I, I'm, I'm glad that we go out the same way we come in. Yeah. Oh, we're, uh, we're, we're well, we're out of stuff. One of and one of us has a degree in broadcast journalism. Oh, it's definitely not me. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't teach me how to start or end anything. They only taught me the middle stuff. So it's not my fault. I had producers for the other things, and I don't have one here. We'll have to hire one. We need an intern. I thought that's what Kyle was. We can put Kyle. Kyle can be yeah. in charge of intros and outros from now on. 
That's that actually might be good for him. He's the most energetic. We're we're world weary. We're yes. world weary. Barely. Kyle is. We had to do this one early tonight because I'll be asleep by eight thirty. I know. Actually, um, well, it's already eight thirty-eight, so you missed that deadline. What night was it? There was a night last week that I went to bed at eight thirty. I thought it was nine thirty. I thought I was going to bed early at nine thirty. Is that not? And I went to bed and I fell asleep right away. And um, I wake up at like eleven thirty. The dog's going crazy. And um, I walk out. My wife. Yeah, I assume still. She's like, you know, you've already been asleep for three hours. Like, wow. (laughs) I guess I. That's why I feel so good. Wait, did Barry not go to sleep at the same time? The only time I go to sleep early. I can't make her go. I'm going. I'm going to bed at eight thirty. So all right, come on. We're going to bed. (laughs) And, and then she punches you and you have <laughs> and then the cubs give you a support system for um but uh kelsey is a i don't know how the hell she gets up this early every day but i usually just go to bed when she goes to bed and yeah i would say i've definitely been in bed by 8 30 and asleep by 10 no um but uh, <laughs> i definitely have been in bed you guys do a lot of reading yeah, just reading. Yeah. She is a big. She's an English teacher. She's a big reader. But, uh, but, um, yeah. No, I, I. When you first started saying that, I was like, oh, this is gonna be a ridiculous time. But I, oh, for me, know, do not be ashamed. I and I am a total night owl. I like staying up late. Um, I have FOMO. I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's called it's fear of missing out. <laughs> so, um, I, I definitely am a, more of a night owl than she is. And, but. The great part about uh, being with her is I she makes me kind of a I'm gonna go to bed at a reason or I can kind of be a night owl sometimes and then I'm gonna get up early sometimes. So I'm only sleeping like two to three hours a night is basically what I'm saying. So this is a true story about my wife. She she wakes up one morning and she wakes me up. She's all upset. She like hits me in the arm. And I'm like, what? And she's I just she goes, I had a dream that I died. And you never ate another vegetable. Apparently, <laughs> her, her her entire reason for living is to make sure that I eat something green. At dinner. Oh, that is adorable. I thought it was going to be like I had a dream you died and you didn't mourn me, or you immediately <laughs> remarried, or something like that. Okay, are we doing this whole thing? Sure. Um. Uh. So Kelsey, uh, is because she, I work from home, so I can just wake up and just be at work essentially. Um. <laughs> so she uh wakes me up like she wakes wakes me up before she leaves and blah blah and it's like you know 5 36 in the morning and i was like had that moment where i was like because i don't i don't know that i sleep necessarily well and i was like this is just a huge interruption <laughs> i'm like probably i'm in some good rem right now and i was like do you do you need to wake me up before you leave everything? Like when I wake up and you're not there and the car is not there, I assume <laughs> that you have left for work and, and have not just left me, like your shit's still here. So, um, and I, I didn't say it in exactly those words, but I said something, I would say pretty close to those words. And so <laughs> she stopped for a couple days and guys appreciate your women because that was like, it was kind of, I was like, oh, I kind of miss this. I like sleeping and I like sleeping through the night, but I hated like a couple days when I woke up and she hadn't woke me up. So guys, treat your women well. No, next week, presumably we'll have Kyle back. And we'll the whole reason I wanted three people because it right makes out. the odds that we'll actually have enough to do a podcast that's not just me talking to myself. And so far it's worked. I don't know how people do that. I don't know. I I don't know how somebody can host a radio show by themselves. I understand somebody can do a podcast by themselves. You've got to really like to listen to yourself talk to do it by yourself. So Kaplan. Oh no, he's got his co. But no, I'm he's Kaplan co. He's always got somebody. Never ask either of us to be the co. What about um, what's his name? Uh, the the American Idol. Why can I not Seacrest? I think he likes to hear himself talk, right? I mean, Did yes. You bring up Seacrest. Did you talk about Seacrest in the last podcast? You know what, Dolan? I'm just, I, I have cue cards that I'm just. <laughs> yeah, you're back. Through. You're cycling through last the last week's material again. <laughs> Will the Cubs I, ever get back to 500? No, I got that one. <laughs> this time I didn't insult all of our listeners. I don't think. 
Except for the suicidal ones. And See, they, I think we missed out by not having a podcast this week. We could have talked about Pedro Strope getting his car stolen. We had all kinds of good stuff. Do you want to just rapid fire run through those? Topics? No, because I didn't have anything other than that. Other than the fact that it, I thought it was pretty funny that he showed up for the game and started telling all the reporters that somebody stole his car. But they found it. Was it up on blocks? <laughs> yep. In front of Clark Griswold. <laughs> you're going to make four left turns, and then you're going to see my cousin. He looks just like me. And he'll give you the rest of the directions. All right. And we've done as much damage as we can do in this. So well, uh, I could have done more. Join us again next week when we talk about how the Cubs did in the biggest series. Um, of the year. Of the last so four far. years. Yeah. Even bigger than the World. This is, I think it's bigger than the World Series. Okay. I'll tune in for sure. All right. All right.